All right. Good morning, everybody. It's good to see you here. This is a very special day in the history of Grace Life. We're going to have some baptisms here in just a few minutes. The offering team can come up, come up now. And um, boy, what a great couple of wait, great two or three weeks it's been uh, here at Grace Life. We're excited about um, today. Next week we're going to be winding up. This week and next week and the week after our series on Revelation. Only two more weeks, and then we start the Book of Joshua. Go take the land. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait for that. It's going to be. Um, another three-year series right there. I'm just kidding. Just, probably not three. Probably not three. <clears throat> a year. A year. It'll probably be a year. So, all right. So let me just say, I'm just going to say a couple of things about baptism before we get started. Um, this is a very special day. But I think it'd be beneficial for us to really understand a little bit about what baptism is. A lot of people think it's, it's magical and it's, and it's miraculous and mysterious, and it's really not, but it is powerful. You know, the, the New Testament itself is full of these powerful stories of people who boldly followed Christ, became followers of Jesus, and made a very public profession of that following by being baptized. And I could read probably a dozen passages from the Old Testament, but I picked one today that I'm just going to share with you. One story about baptism that's frankly my favorite. Because it outlines the fact that in the first century, baptism was a very risky thing. I mean, we do it here in America, and it's pretty risk-free. But in the first century, brand new Christians was a very risky thing to be baptized in the name of Jesus. Here's an example of the courage it took. Some of you might remember... There's a story of this guy called the Philippian jailer. So Paul, the Apostle Paul and his helper Silas were preaching in Philippi. And in the process of preaching, they healed this demon-possessed slave girl who was making some very powerful business people in the city a lot of money. And when Paul healed her, it made a lot of people very upset. And so they called on the Roman authorities, said, this guy Paul is coming and he's disrupting business. He's, he's doing things in Philippi here that we don't like. So the Roman authorities in Philippi took Paul and Silas, they stripped them naked and they beat them. And then they threw them into prison. And there, while in prison, after being stripped and beaten, they started openly worshiping God together in song and praying out loud. And then suddenly, there's an earthquake. God sends this earthquake, and it's so great, the doors of the prison fall apart, and they're open. And the chains that were tied into the walls, they collapse. And apparently, something happened, and something fell, and it knocked the Philippian jailer unconscious. (laughs) Concussion protocol. He wakes up a few minutes later, and he's like frightened. He says, you know what? I think all the prisoners are gone, and I'm going to get put to death for this. I might as well just kill myself. He's prepared to take his life because he had lost the prisoners. But Paul stopped him and says, don't do that. Don't be afraid. We didn't go anywhere. We're still here. You see how they could have just left, but they selflessly stayed there. You know why? Because I think they knew that the Philippian jailer needed to hear the gospel. They were willing to stay in the prison. So here's the story from Acts chapter 16, the the last part. You guys can click that forward for me then, if I can't click it. Here we go. 
The jailer, trembling with fear, he fell down before Paul and Silas. He brought them out, brings them out of the prison. And here's his question, sirs, what must I do to be saved? I've seen enough. I'm convinced. They said, believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved, you and your household. They shared the gospel to him and to all who were in his house. The jailer then took them the same hour and washed their wounds, and he was baptized at once, he and all his family. He rejoiced along with his entire household that he had believed in God. You can imagine the scene, right? So the jailer's there, he got a little bit concussion, he's kind of woozy, and he wakes up and says, oh man, what do I got to do to be saved? And they just preach the gospel. He goes, oh, my family has got to hear this. So he takes these prisoners, these high-profile Roman prisoners, to his house to where his family is so they will preach to his family. I bet his family is like a little bit scared, a little angry. Like, dude, dad, what are you doing? What are you thinking? But he doesn't care. He wants them to hear the gospel. And then as they're preaching, his entire family believes the gospel and is baptized. But that in itself is also a huge risk. Now, not only have they got these two high-profile political prisoners, they've trusted Christ, they've been publicly baptized, and now they're going to be cut off by society, cut off by their friends. Do you think the Philippian jailer is going to apply to another jail on the other side of Philippi and get a job now? (laughs) Not only that, they're being cut off by their extended family. They risk legal issues, even possibly the death sentence for what they're doing here because now they're considered treasonous. They don't care. They just want to follow the lamb. And through their baptism, they declared publicly that from this day forward, we are followers of Jesus first before anyone or anything else. And that's what we're doing today. We have Lorraine, we have Patrick, we have Nate, we have Ty, we have Michael, we got Alex, Alex, inside joke, right? (laughs) Danielle, Elijah, Ian, Jackie. You know, I love baptism. It's always a very precious and emotional moment for a follower of Jesus and those who love them, right? Baptism is this incredible, beautiful symbol of how Jesus cleansed you from all of your unrighteousness through the cross and his resurrection. But it's so much more than that. This precious act of worship and obedience is a powerful declaration. You, I'm talking to you guys now for the rest of this. You're declaring that you have received the miraculous gift of faith and the power of Jesus Christ to redeem you from your sins. You're also declaring your allegiance to the kingdom of God, that that's your new identity. And it will be the highest priority for the rest of your life. You're also declaring to the people of God here in this room who also follow Jesus that they are your new family. And this is your home. 
You're a home among the people of God. You're declaring that you will be obedient to what Jesus commands and you'll follow the lamb as we've learned in Revelation. You'll follow the lamb where? Wherever he goes. But it's not just about you today. Your act of worship, your testimony of faith, your example of obedience is also an expression of your love for us. And it will have a profound impact on us as well. We as your new family get to witness firsthand the power of the gospel and the transforming grace and mercy of God in your life. And you're reminding us, many of us who are already followers of Jesus, right? You're reminding us of the day that we were transformed by that very same gospel, that very same grace, that very same mercy. You're reminding us of the day that we were baptized. And you are refilling our hearts with gratitude for our very own faith journey. You're also inspiring others who might be here in this room who follow Jesus that they too can participate in this powerful act of worship the next time we have a chance. You're also speaking to those who are searching. Maybe they haven't drank from the well that provides water that will make them never thirsty again. Church family, we have these 10 precious grace lifers, these 10 precious followers of Jesus who have chosen to bless us with their baptism today. So let's get started, shall we? as we celebrate together as a church family. The first one up, my dear sister Lorraine. So I'm gonna ask you some questions and then you're gonna kneel and we're gonna have a baptism, okay? You're gonna answer with this microphone apparently. Lorraine, have you put your faith in Jesus as your King and Savior, trusting his work on the cross and his resurrection? Absolutely. Are you ready to obey his command and follow your Jesus wherever he leads you? Yes. Do you declare the people of God are your family and commit to love and support and encourage and worship together with us in faith and service as we all strive together to follow the Lamb wherever he goes? Absolutely. Then on your public profession of faith and your declaration of love for him, I'm going to baptize you, my sister. I baptize you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Your old self has been buried with Christ, and your new self will be raised again in the glory of his resurrection. starts with a P. (laughs) Get up here. P, yeah, Patrick. (laughs) My brother, have you put your faith in Jesus as your King and Savior, trusting his work on the cross and his resurrection? You know I have. Yes, I do. (laughs) Are you ready to obey his commands and follow your Jesus wherever he leads? 
Yes, sir, I am. Do you declare that the people of God are your family and commit to love, support, encourage, and worship together with us in faith and service as we all strive together to follow the Lamb wherever he goes? Yes, sir. Then on the public profession of your faith and obedience to our Jesus, I'm going to baptize you, my brother. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Your old self has been buried with Christ. The new self is risen again, just like in his glorious resurrection. Nate. All right. My brother, have you put your faith in Jesus as your King and Savior, trusting his work on the cross and his resurrection? Yes. Are you ready to obey his commands and follow your Jesus wherever he leads? Yes. You declare that the people of God are your family. Commit to love and support and courage and worship with us in faith and service as we all together strive to follow the Lamb wherever he goes. I do. Then on the public profession of your faith, I'm going to baptize you, my brother. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Your old self has been buried. The new Nate has been risen in Christ, just like his resurrection. My nephew, Ty. You started watching our service where? Where were you? I was in Turkey. In Turkey, stationed in Turkey. He's an awesome young man. You guys haven't met him, but he's met most of you through the video stuff, okay? So, Ty, have you put your faith and trust in Jesus as your King and Savior, trusting his work on the cross and his resurrection? I have. Are you ready to obey his commands and follow your Jesus wherever he leads you? I am. Do you declare the people of God are your family and commit to love and support, encourage and worship together with us in faith and service as we strive to follow the lamb wherever he goes? I do. Then on the public profession of your faith, I'm getting ready to baptize you, my brother. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, I didn't have much left of the spirit, but he'll take care of that for us. Not yet. Your family's misbehaving there. Make everyone clap, so. The old tie has been buried with Christ, and the new one is raised again in the likeness of his glorious resurrection. Mike, it's, it's, not, it's not my fault, but Ty got your towel a little wet ahead of time, just letting you know. It's not my fault. Come over here. Yeah. Let me get this microphone because they're going to make me. 
My brother, have you put your faith and trust in Jesus as your King and Savior, trusting in his work on the cross and his resurrection? I have. Are you ready to obey his commands and follow Jesus wherever he leads? I am. Do you declare the people of God are your family and commit to love, support, encourage, and worship together with us in faith and service as we all strive together to follow Lamb wherever he goes? I am. Then on the public profession of your faith, my brother, I'm going to baptize you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The old Michael was buried in Christ. The new one is raised in the likeness of his glorious resurrection. Come on up here, Alex. proud of you. You know, it just seems like Jesus ain't going to let you go nowhere, is he? He just keeps bringing you in. Amen. That's right. Have you put your faith and trust in Jesus as your king and savior, trusting in his work on the cross and the resurrection? Absolutely. Are you ready to obey his commands and follow your Jesus wherever he leads you? I am. Do you declare the people of God are your family and commit to love and support Encourage and worship together with us in faith and service as we follow the Lamb wherever He goes. Of course. And I'm going to baptize you, my brother, in the public profession of your faith. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The old Alex. The old Alex has been buried with Christ. The new one is raised in the likeness of his glorious resurrection. This is Danielle, and I'm so proud of her. Danielle, have you put your faith in Jesus, your King and Savior, trusting his work on the cross and his resurrection? Yes. Are you ready to obey his commands and follow your Jesus wherever he leads you? Absolutely. Do you declare the people of God are your family, commit to love and support, courage, worship together with us in faith and service as we all strive together to follow the Lamb wherever he goes? Yes. Then on the public profession of your faith, I'm going to baptize you, my sister. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The old Danielle was buried with Christ. The new one is raised in the likeness of his glorious resurrection. up, big boy. My little brother, have you put your faith and trust in Jesus as your King and Savior, trusting his work on the cross and his resurrection? Yes. Yes, you have. Are you ready to obey his commands and follow your Jesus wherever he leads you? Yes. 
Do you declare that the people of God are your family and commit to love, support, encourage, and worship together with us in faith and service as we all strive to follow the Lamb wherever He goes? Yes. Then it is my distinct honor to baptize you on the public profession of your faith. This is a good one right here. Are you crying? Me too. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. The old Elijah has been buried with Christ. The new one is raised in the likeness of his glorious resurrection. Steve, I think we're going to need two gallons for this one. So. Brother Ian, have you put your faith in Jesus as your King and Savior, trusting in his work on the cross and his resurrection? Oh, yeah, 100%. Are you ready to obey his commands and follow your Jesus wherever he leads? Yes. Do you declare the people of God are your family and commit to love, support, encourage, and worship together with us in faith and service as we all strive together to follow the Lamb wherever he goes? Yeah, you know, my penguins. Worry, and the penguins. <laughs> That on the public profession of your faith, I'm going to baptize you, my brother, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The old Ian has been buried with Christ, and the new one has been raised in the likeness of his glorious resurrection. Come here. Love you, brother. got some really cool plans for her. I think we all know that, don't we? My sister, have you put your faith and trust in Jesus as your King and Savior, trusting in his work on the cross? I have. Are you ready to obey his commands and follow your Jesus wherever he leads you? With my whole heart. Do you declare the people of God are your new family? Commit to love, support, encourage, worship together with us in faith and service as we all strive to follow the Lamb wherever he goes? I do. Then by the public declaration of your faith, I'm going to baptize you, my sister. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The old Jackie has been put to death with Christ. The new one has been raised in the likeness of his glorious resurrection. church family you see how powerful this is when God transforms lives and I can tell you there is no doubt the evidence of 
the miracle of grace and mercy is undeniable in these people. If you know them at all, you know that they are now some of the most precious brothers and sisters in Christ you can have in your church family. I just want to encourage you, for those of you who have not yet chosen to follow the Lamb wherever you go, we extend that invitation to you. You can talk to any of us on, on the team after church. Call me during the week. I think we might have to do this baptism thing again sometime soon. What do you think? You gonna sing? Okay. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Dear Jesus, we're so glad you saved people. We're so glad we're among the ones you've chosen to save. We're so thankful for the power of the gospel to change lives. We're so thankful that we get to see it right before our very eyes. Lord, we're thankful that you came up with something like baptism. <laughs> Lord, we're just so thrilled to be a part of your family, a part of your kingdom, a part of your people. Lord, for those that are here today who are followers of you but are struggling, discouraged, disheartened, distracted, Lord, I pray that you would use this to inspire them to follow you afresh and anew. For those that are here who have not yet drank from the well of living water that will quench their thirst forever, we pray that you would give them the gift of faith. For the rest of us here, Lord, we are so humbled that you allow us to come together as a family in your name. That you give us good works you prepared beforehand that we trip over so that we can just make you smile. Thank you for today, in Jesus' name, amen.